Spelt Lore is only made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. If you would like to donate, please go to speltlore.com slash money, please, or patreon.com slash speltlore. Uh, and if you go there, you'll get a bunch of bonus content, too, which is nice. It's good bonus content. I work really fucking hard on it. <laughs> Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed. Their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hello, everybody. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Hi. And playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Hello. When last we left our heroes, they began their journey into the great forest at the hands of Dathaniel, the ranger king's talon, including long-lost childhood crush of Laran Garvinga. <laughs> Don't say my full name. <laughs> Wendy, a.k.a. Wendeliari. Uh, Man, elves suck. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just kind of free-balling the names. This is the most we've gotten a look at a different language so far. Mm -hmm. uh, we got a brief introduction to a group of rangers, including Taurus, a large, silent half-elf with a brace of hatchets, Nesh, the young guy, doing cool karate kicks next to the fire, mm -hmm. uh, Lysander, an old ranger, uh, smoking a pipe, and Wendy. Billy snuck off into the woods to get more information uh, on why... Wendy is the way that she is and using lightning in a bottle got a little shadow play of uh, how Wendy's family has been personally victimized by the corruption at the heart of the court of the forest mm -hmm. uh, being thrown in prison for not uh, paying dues to the proper corrupt noble basically yeah leading her to join the Rangers and Billy got the idea joined Nathaniel in his quest to bring down the nobility uh-huh and leading us to wanting to go to wendy's the restaurant this weekend <laughs> right yes, we have plans to go to wendy's this <laughs> weekend because of wendy's restaurant the party had a brief snooze in the woods and then arrived at the boreal reaches capital vigil a city in the trees being accosted by a pair of giant flying squirrel riding guards pretty cool the party was imprisoned in a hanging prison made of living tree cages and given a brief look at the elven tradition of shunning where they all just turned their back on oh, the right. party and had a had a meal which was really it was just a really awkward meal because they're all facing the same direction <laughs> yeah the musicians were facing in the same direction every <laughs> no one could look at each other really uh, uh billy made an enemy of a young elf noble Named Finn, a little boy with a bowl cut who he threw a pine cone at. Yeah, because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he is a piece of shit. <laughs> Billy swapped Finn's food with a bunch of crap, uh, like sticks and branches and leaves and, I think and some bugs. literal shit. I think literal turds. Also. Actual yeah, turds. Some flying squirrel shits. Mm -hmm. A bug. There was a bug in There's there. Bugs. Mm -hmm. Bug. Yeah. And our friends met. A new friend of theirs, Illurio, an old man yeah. uh, in a cage nearby who has been imprisoned for fraud. He was a nice companion for you up until the point where it was decided that the only way you were going to get what you needed to get was to escape from the cage. So Illurio gave you some information on how to uh, charm the wood and you escaped yep. down the side of the tree. And it was because Nathaniel didn't come for us. He said he would send someone to get us. Yes. There was somebody, somebody that was supposed to let you out and they did not. Uh, so you escaped and began climbing down the tree palace of Vigil and discovered the reason that no one had come yet was because there was a, a meeting happening in Nathaniel's court in which other nobles 
demanded your immediate execution, you realized that time was of the essence and hurried down the tree following Ving's remembrance of the paths, though overgrown and brambly now, Mm -hmm. to the Tree of Knowledge at the City of Vigil. Billy did a brief bit of detective work connecting to the, the tree itself, finding that the trees of the forest, the knowledge trees, originally connected via a vast root network to the tree at the heart of the forest, have begun to isolate and corrupt. Mm-hmm. And Billy saw at the very heart of the forest, in the heart of the heart tree, a small piece of night black obsidian. And that is where we find our heroes now. Billy, you've just discovered this corruption at the very, very heart of the forest. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tuck, you hear a great cry go up from where you assume is the direction of the tree cages. And you know that time is now getting away from you. People are going to be looking for you now. Like the guard is crying, like, they're going to be so mad at me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to get fired. I just got a new sound of armor. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, uh, I can't afford the lease basement, says it. <laughs> That's exactly what you hear. My elf credit's going to be shit after this. <laughs> and then you hear him go, no, I promise it wasn't me. As you hear a greater cry as everybody finds that guard crying in front of the cages. Now empty and you hear find them so i turn to these guys and i go i think people are fucking coming what do we do get out of here we know there's tunnels under the trees right oh fun uh yeah we did talk about how some of the trees are connected via tunnels but it's a matter of like getting into those tunnels can i discern realities to see if i can find like a secret passage into the tunnels absolutely yeah so discern reality. There's Jesus. not a single dice on the table right well, now. Because <laughs> what is happening? You guys didn't pour out There's all yours. your dice during my intro to throw me off like normal. Whoa. So many dice. Okay. We really only Sorry. need two D6. Yeah, I'm going to use that sound for if anyone ever rolls dice. <laughs> okay, I need one D6. dice. A three-sided dice should do for this roll. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually a very fun idea. Yeah. All right. All right, 2D6 plus wisdom. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you, you knew you knew what this was, what this was. I forgot all of my you stats. I'm already was. ready to aid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody pick up your aid dice. Just roll them at the <laughs> same time, okay? Yeah, yeah that's a <laughs> that's a two. So okay. oh, I got ten, so bringing that two or three. Okay, I'm gonna roll my aid. <sighs> ten also, so that's a four. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, <laughs> guys, I'm so sorry. That was the only time I would have allowed you to double aid. Damn it! But unfortunately. So what's Tuck doing to make this? <laughs> Digging with Just his axe. <laughs> no, I don't have TLC. Oh, they took him. Right. Oh, so that's another right. reason we. Oh. We need to get in the tunnels, get TLC, yeah. and then get the fuck out of here. Are we sure that our weapons are in the tunnels? No, no, no. We sneak back and nice. in. Yeah, they would probably be in the. Pa- Actually, there's really no way to know where they are. Oh, can I commune with TLC from a distance? <gasps> can you? Can you use shadow dance to yes. find them? <laughs> uh, is it is it daytime yet? No. I, want to talk, it's, it's, I could talk to the trees that are locked in an endless get, network. You guys talked so fast, you bamboozled me into forgetting that Abdul failed miserably. Oh, no. You, you go, you go ahead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so now, because you didn't let me do the first failure, two failures combine into a mega <laughs> no. failure. No, cool. but what it is, is you see, like, Tuck, your warrior sense. You hear like voices and shouting and running. You know that they are like moments away from finding you. Shit, shit, yeah. shit, shit. Can we like hide out somewhere and wait till things die down? Yeah, you could totally hide. We could do this without TLC. That's the thing. We would risk like going back. We risk <sighs> ourselves to get them and they're probably fine. We could just probably pick them up later. Yeah. Could, but I just feel weird going somewhere without TLC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, I have an idea. What if just I get captured? Oh, what? Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe that's a bad Absolutely idea. not. Okay. Um, we should go. We should go. Yeah, we should just go. Okay, let's, let's go. run. We'll yeah. be back. Okay, so you're just running into the woods? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Are you just like sprinting through the forest, like trying to get away? Or are you trying to like find a place to hide? I think it would be kind of like a mad dash kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah, defy danger dexterity. For all of us? Yeah, for everybody. Seven. 
Seven, eight, seven, eight. Uh, okay, so you just start barreling through the trees while Tuck begins barreling through the trees. Yes. Ving probably a little more gracefully and Billy pattering along on his tiny little legs. You're getting smacked in the face by a variety of underbrush and low hanging tree branches. But behind you, you see like lights and voices in pursuit. They are right on your tail. Ving asks the trees, let us pass. Friends part. Go ahead and roll Defy Danger Wisdom. Seven. Okay. You see (laughs) the trees begin to part and the underbrush begins to pull away, creating this nice furrow through the woods for you, Mm -hmm. easing your passage. I'm picturing him speed walking, you know, that really, really fast speed walking. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Clear path, people. (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. And uh, you look behind. A lot of hips. You look behind and you realize that the path through the wood is not closing behind you, creating a pretty straight shot to where you are it backfired <laughs> so if anybody is in pursuit they will uh they will definitely know where you are gonna have to think on your feet here in terms of how you're gonna get away because you've got a lot of angry people that are following you is it still night i guess it's still night yeah it's pretty it's pretty late okay i'm gonna use my last fairy child oh and i'm going to create a convincing illusion oh okay nice what is your convincing illusion? I would like it to be the three of us like running in a different direction, basically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Defy danger charisma. Ooh. Uh, 11. Sick. Okay. Yes. Wow. So good. So is it just like, it's like a one to one perfect illusion of yeah. the three of you? It's looking so good. You, I imagine like you got to keep the illusions around a little bit, just long enough for people to like spot them. Mm-hmm. So you take off and illusory versions yeah. of you kind of like stand in place, looking at your watch for a second, twiddling your thumbs. Ving pulls out a newspaper. What do you get then? <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear, uh, there they are. And then your illusions take off into the woods yeah. and you hear crash, 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 crash as the pursuing party that broke off carries on following your illusions in a different direction into the woods and you have a moment to yourselves to think so where to i would like to use the night moves is it night Ooh, ooh, yeah to commune with the night sky and see where we need to end up being okay nice a new move yeah go ahead and roll it so it's 2d6 plus wisdom come on big boon oh yeah nice 12 12 Ooh. so what do we think the situation is now that we know the gibbous man is the god of the sky, do we think that Ving is talking to the gibbous man, or do we think that he is talking to like spirits of the sky? I I thought that he was using the stars more than anything, which like in the way that the druids used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So totally, the space in between the sky, mm-hmm. you yeah. could call it. Oh yeah, using like reading the runes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like right. tea yes, leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's cool. Astromancy. Cool name. Cool name. What if it kind of looks like they don't like necessarily talk to him, but Ving can like see all the stars up in the sky and it'll kind of like ping like from star to star, like a little like the, like a path, a path. Like yeah. A Google Maps. <laughs> yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Totally. yeah. Uh, that only Ving can see. I actually. Yeah, I do like that. So it, it's less a like here is a bird's eye view of the forest and more like a the bird. stars get brighter in a line of Ooh, the map. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, they, they can become more luminous. Yeah, exactly. So like as long as you are able to get a look at the night sky while you're out here in the forest, like you will not get lost. Basically, you'll always have the opportunity to, to figure out exactly where you are on your path. The only obstacle in terms of getting to the heart tree is that the forest is pretty large. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to be walking, it's going to take a long time. We need to get one of those flying squirrels. Oh, I actually like that idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be steal. so fun? How do we get one? We just steal them from the corral that they're in. <laughs> yeah. They're uh, chasing somebody else. We can go back to the corral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You also know that there are wild ones as well. <gasps> oh, we could charm a wild one. Ooh. Let's and do then that. we could call ourselves the wild ones. <laughs> charm a wild one. <laughs> That's like the name this. of our gang, you know? <laughs> We're the wild ones. Okay, there's only one way to find out where the flying squirrels are is by looking for all... The, there it is, a huge pile of shit. Massive pile of shit. <laughs> okay, it's not going to be quite... That is a good spot to start start tracking one. Let's uh, let's spout lore about them, maybe. Oh, that's great. So idea. we can learn, we learn a bit more about them. Ving will spout lore about the flying squirrels to find out if mm-hmm. we can find them. Five. 
Oh. Uh, so, but Ving's going to use his past from when he was a little boy in the forest. Oh. So I get if to you, use my wisdom. Oh, okay. for sure. He learned about all these animals. Yeah. So give me, give me a little, a little memory of Ving interacting with these things as a youth. If, when he was a kid, he was very scared of them. Mm-hmm. They were very unpredictable running around the forest because mm-hmm. he ran around the forest before he came into town. And then he's like, people ride them. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So he thought they were insane. The people riding them were crazy people, mm-hmm. uh, but he uh, found out that they are pretty smart. Yes, they yeah. are smart. Yeah. Very skittish. Mm-hmm. They're more afraid of you than you are of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you can't, if you don't move, they can't see you like a Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, what? If you don't move, they can't see you? They have a hard time because they're always flipping around. That's why. Oh, so I see. They hunt bugs and bats. Anything that's always moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So what'd you get with your wisdom? It was a seven. Seven. Okay. So interesting, but not useful. Yeah. On top of your knowledge of them being a lot smarter than you might think for a, for a mount, they're, they're quite intelligent. And the fact that they can't see anything that's not actively moving, or they have a harder time tracking things that aren't moving. You know that these things called tree gliders, that's what they're generally called by elves are nocturnal Mm -hmm. so they're out hunting right now and when they hunt they're high up in the trees so it would probably be pretty difficult to track one down right now unless you were to go high up into the tree cover these are huge trees yeah Mm -hmm. yeah canopy Mm -hmm. we can probably climb a tree yeah or you could go and try and steal one that is those are like your two options basically or the harder option is go up in the trees and try and track Mm -hmm. down a wild one or go back and try and steal one from the stables if we get one of the tame ones, then we can't call ourselves the wild ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's the point of being like little uh, like refugees of the forest if we can't be the wild ones? You're right. Yeah. We're total fugitives now. And we That's gotta, the word. We got to do yeah, <laughs> refugees <laughs> of the forest. <laughs> but you know what, Billy? That was good trying Thank a you. new word. Yeah. I really appreciate it. I couldn't remember like Perel was teaching me a lot of new languages. Oh, right. We still have Perel and Morris in the fanny pack. Mm-hmm. Can we cut to them for a second? Yeah, they're just having like a nice uh, dinner. They're just like, like sit. That scene in The Last of Us. It's a bourgeois. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's like Bill and Frank in The Last of Us, drinking a nice wine out of uh, paper wine glasses cute. and eating like a little steak. It's good. It is good. It is. So you want to go for like a swim after this? <laughs> we cut back to the forest. <laughs> and it's just going, oh, 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 oh my God. You hear, you hear to, like dogs barking in the trying distance. Trying to climb a refugee. <laughs> trying to climb a tree as fast as you can. And you hear Tuck go, refugees are people that are displaced by a war or something. Mm-hmm, whereas mm-hmm. a fugitive is someone. On the run from the law. Which, so it's us most of the time. <laughs> But like, how do we know that we're not also refugees at the same time? Because we're being displaced all the time. You know, sometimes we want to lay down. They're like, get out of here. (laughs) That's kind of like being a refugee. I guess. Yeah, we could also in that interpretation say that we are refugees. But honestly, Billy, I'm not totally comfortable with it because it feels like there's a kind of stolen valor aspect to it. It's kind of punching down for some reason. (laughs) Is it really? Uh, Billy's going to think longer about the refugee situation. <laughs> the refugee situation, yeah. which is, which which is, is his platform that he's I, running on. I gotta solve this. I gotta solve this thing. He, we gotta stop him from saying that in public. He's talking about the refugee situation. Cut back to like a day ago, we're at a cafe somewhere, and Billy's like, "I've just been trying to solve the refugee situation." Yeah, that was us at the all-day breakfast. Yeah, I was talking to like a, a different waitress as she walked by, and I was trying <laughs> to explain that we're refugees, and she was. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I like that she feels sorry for us. <laughs> um, she gave me, like, extra milk. <laughs> so we've been actively dealing with Billy's lying yeah. for the last few yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, so you guys are trying to climb up the trees. Yes. Yeah. Just straight away from where you are? Or do you walk for a while? I thought we were running, like, during this whole time. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. So you run for a good long while. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, we can't keep fucking running. <laughs> I'm going to die if we have to keep running. That's what Billy's thinking. That's yeah. what Billy's thinking as Tuck is holding. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. All this bobbing up and down is exhausting He's getting me. so carsick. My little boobies are bouncing so <laughs> much. They are bouncing. Oh my God. They're like chafing against my little shirt. <laughs> my nipples are raw. It's because you guys won't let me go topless. <laughs> 
You just you're not old enough to notice how cold you get. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Billy gets like he starts like shivering and doesn't notice. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I'm just scared or something. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, then you're Bing like, wants to find a big like uh, chestnut tree, something with big mm. limbs that's easy to climb. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you find a find a nice big strong chestnut tree. The trees in the boreal forest, of course, are enormous. Mm. So is everybody going to try and go up into the tree? Is each of them like like one of those massive redwoods that you see in like Totes. the state parks yeah. in California? Yeah. Like 20 feet across kind of thing? I think a lot of them are. Yeah. And I, and so. I mean, it well, crowds I out love, a lot of other stuff too. Like a giant cathedral grove kind of? Yeah. yeah. But with flatter ground. Yeah. 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 Easier to run on. And like all of the trees are like that, not just like the cedars. Yeah. Like it's everything is huge I like that the underbrush is like the size of our maple trees like some of the huckleberries are like apple sized yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. that's fun and then the fallen logs it's just like I don't know there's so many mushrooms and things growing off of them oh yeah you can run through it like Uh riding my shoulders Mm -hmm. right so there's a real a real like what's it called the wanderers or is there like a a, like your tiny it's like tiny the returners the borrowers yeah the the returners (laughs) (laughs) that's what I wish they were right they're always the borrowers never the returners so yeah as we run away from the city there's like starts to be a borrowers vibe where we're going through like these giant like nurse logs and whatever I like that yeah yeah and you and you have a feeling that you're probably a couple hours away from sunrise, but the tree gliders are still out hunting for a little bit longer. I bet we can't hear the the elves anymore, though. No, you're basically alone. All you hear are the sounds of the forest. Cool. Can I hear the them hunting above me? Do they make any sounds? I think you would have to listen very closely. I wonder if they're silent. Yeah, I think they fly silently. Oh, like owls! Yes! Yeah. But you can tell that they're passing overhead because other creatures stop making mm. noise. Ooh, yes. Mm. And if the moon or stars are bright enough, you just see like a bit of shadow. I was yeah. thinking the shadows would be creepy too. Like the stars get blocked out for a second? Yeah. Well, yeah. It, yeah, because I said earlier the Ving is like deafened almost. He's like constantly being inundated because this yeah. is his homeland of all mm. the voices because it's very familiar yeah. so he speaks the language. So yeah, yeah, that I like that idea that he's like, oh, sh-, like everyone's shutting up over there, so he's able <laughs> yeah. to follow the silence. That is very cool. That you're like cool. Tra- you're tracking it via the absence of sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. really sick. This is actually this is probably a pretty good illustration of like why elves developed the hearing that they did. Like their directional sound processing is probably so much stronger than like the average human. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. we see like Ving's like elf ears are like twitching and Ooh. moving way more than they've ever Gross. done. And also <laughs> cool, like a deer, like <laughs> yeah, like rotating, but, yeah. but so just cool. a little bit. I think a little bit of a flick. Yeah, yeah. Tiny, yeah. yeah. Is that a thing that you like suppress w- most of the times so that you don't look weird, like a weird elf? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he doesn't want Tuck to ass. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing you try not to do because fucking gross? <laughs> Ving and Billy take a step back from dark. <laughs> <laughs> the gang's getting more more racist over time. Man, we have got to get out of elf country. I'm Look so what it's sorry. doing yeah, to I'm us. Yeah, talking about refugees and yeah. then it's saying it's weird, the weird ears. Oh, <laughs> Being around elves just yeah. makes you more racist. Yeah. <laughs> but this like directional elf hearing is uh, helping you kind of figure out where the paths are intersecting. Yeah. There's a school of bats <gasps> feeding off yeah. dragonflies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're they're like boom, 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 going around in circles, yeah. picking off the bats. And this is like the first time we're seeing like Ving in his like natural yeah. habitat. Mm-hmm. So like there's like a almost lupine grace that he develops, like yeah. running yeah. through the forest. Like he knows exactly where to step and stuff. Yeah, his other grace, like when you would be like, wow, when we were McCall was like a practice martial art because he was practicing so much. This mm-hmm. just is like second nature. Like he's being blown with the wind. Mm-hmm. It's like putting a piece of pie back into the whole pie and it fits. Oh. Sex with the pie. Well. Yeah. And then, yeah, fucking the pie. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about. You know when you put a piece of pie back into a pie and you're like, that pie is ready to get fucked. <laughs> I've spent months reconstructing this fuckable pie. <laughs> I've traveled across these lands. Piece by piece and now it's my time. People won't come to my Thanksgiving dinners anymore. Because <laughs> I keep going to their house and taking their leftover pie slices and saying, I need this for a thing. He's going to have sex with it, isn't he, honey? Yeah. But yeah, you, so you've discovered a location at the base of a towering chestnut tree that you think is sort of like the epicenter of a hunting ground for. Mm, it's a tr- dead chestnut tree. Ooh. So that's the bats are living in the middle of it. Oh, cool. yeah. Right. And the silence here tells you that there must be tree gliders above. Let's go up. Okay. All right. 
Yeah, up, let's up. climb. Yeah. yeah. So everybody's climbing up. Yeah. Hell All right. Yeah. Defy danger strength, everybody. Oh God, got a six. I got ten. Can I aid? Yeah, Billy, because I've been carrying him. Yeah, Billy's just hugging the tree, and he <laughs> um, <laughs> can't like move. <laughs> yeah, or he's like, I'm so high off the ground. Yeah. I'm, so afraid of I'm so scared. If I let go, <laughs> that's it for me. <laughs> yeah, like tuck in Vig. Like forgot we had yeah. a kid for a second. We started yeah. just like oh hand over hand cliffhanger climbing. Yeah, and then we looked down, and Billy is like shaking. <laughs> You forgot Billy? You forgot Billy. <laughs> it's not always my responsibility to carry him. Just because he's usually in my beard doesn't mean you get to just not check. I'm sorry. I'm just scared because I forgot Billy. <laughs> I got an eight on the aid. Okay. So yeah, the aid, you're able to grab Billy. <laughs> Uh, and I guess the downside is that Billy is so scared yeah. that he just like latches onto your forearm <laughs> like a fucking like oh gauntlet piece, yeah like a gauntlet and That's he's amazing. just gripped onto he your arm grips into it so tight and we haven't cut his nails in weeks <laughs> you will not let us and every week blade. that goes by he gets scarier to try and cut those nails because <laughs> he keeps fighting us <laughs> but yeah you know hand over hand arm over arm you climb up this giant dead chestnut tree passing fissures in the bark and like knots and holes that suggest a great rich inner life things that live off the decay of the forest team within the trunk of this tree oh shit there's a geocache in here (laughs) there's a little piece of tupperware (gasps) with a little notebook and a pen inside let's open it it has a stale joint in here (laughs) Oh, halfling pipe weed. <laughs> Somebody left a keychain that says "Ass Gas or Grass." Nobody rides for free. I'm keeping that. Dibs. <laughs> you put your name on the geocache and return it to its hole, and continue climbing up the trunk. Uh, and at the top of the tree, you reach a point where the branches start to arc out for many feet. Like because, well, I mean, like it's because the tree's so huge. Like this, it creates like this interwoven sort of lattice work of branches oh with like the rest of the trees yeah. well because the scale of the trees is so massive that they all kind of weave together near the top oh so the canopy we can move amongst pretty yeah. freely yeah you might be able to mm. cool That's and be- sick. because this tree is dead the deep dark night sky hangs above you the stars lighting the way mm. wow and as you reach the top before you even realize it's there crouched amongst the branches is a giant sugar glider basically but they have big eyes <laughs> they have big eyes yeah instead of like flying squirrels they look more like sugar gliders like okay. the the ones with the long tails Cute. and they have like big yeah. dark eyes and fluffy ears Aww. and but it's like <laughs> and it's hissing. A bat. yeah <laughs> it's got a bat in its <laughs> mouth horrifying <laughs> that it like chomps back and it's like <laughs> who are you who comes here to the realm of the trees? It is I, the prince of the boreal reach. I know not your kind. You come to my home, where I hunt, where I feed, where I run. Your home is my home. We are but neighbors of the forest. Allow us to ingratiate you with a gift. <laughs> when we hear him say that, we, we start rummaging around our backpacks. <laughs> you what the fuck? <laughs> Just immediately like, oh my god, again? Yeah, I mean, like, what do they think... Of their their brothers and sisters being kept and being ridden by men. It's a great question. We are here to talk to you about freeing your kind from the clutches of the elf rangers and the elf guard who keep them hostage and mm. use them as beasts of burden. Many of my kind have been taken by the elves. Their minds twisted, their forms sullied by those of the two walkers. Tell them we're going to take down the court of the woods. We are here to destroy the court of the woods. Court of the woods. Court of the woods. Carrie of the woods. Carrie Underwood. (laughs) (laughs) We're here to ruin Carrie Underwood's career. We're here to kill Carrie Underwood. We're going to Jesus back the wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what did you say? said, well... 
we're going to give Jesus back the wheel. What? I don't get that reference. She has a song called Jesus Take the Wheel. Oh. Jesus Take the Wheel. Take it from my hands. That's really fucking funny. <laughs> we're here to give Jesus back the wheel. Yes. Yes. Take them down. Free my people. Yes. We this, will. This is what you offer? We offer you freedom of the forest to hmm. take down the court of the woods. Very well. With prejudice, we will destroy them. Ah, yes. Let us go. We will use their prejudice against them. Yes. The way that you're talking about it makes it seem like it's not something that you want to do right now, but maybe something later? Because I want to do it right now. Oh, we do not have time, for they are expecting us right now. Oh. Well, yeah. then. And he starts climbing up the tree. Wait, don't go. And he stops and he turns. Well, can we just release, like, can we open a corral, maybe? Like, fly back with him, and then, like, oh, release a bunch of these guys? That would create chaos in the town. Uh -huh. Make it harder for them to find us. And we could escape on them. I like it. Yeah. Wait, don't go. Okay, I'm listening. Let's make it happen right now. Right now. Let's free them. Right now. And he starts rubbing his little paws together. <laughs> Call upon your brother and sister's hood. <laughs> what do you call it? Your group of people? Oh, the, uh, um, the, what's a group of squirrels called? That's stupid. I will call upon the scurry. That's stupid. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> That's really funny. Scurry. But, but really what we should like, it's, we can't just attack. It would be too dangerous for my brothers and sisters to assault the elves en masse. Perhaps a stealth mission is more at hand. We trust you. You know the forest like no other. Climb aboard. <gasps> Can we all ride him? Can we all fit? We'll see. <laughs> I've been working out. You look pretty swole. <laughs> Thank you. And I should say these things are really big. So okay. hope like Tuck is a massive person, but you should be you should be alright. Yeah, it feels like they're about the size of like a Highland cow, and their Aww, Tuck could yeah. ride a Highland cow. Oh, they're bigger than that. They're oh, bigger whoa. than a Highland oh, yeah. cow? Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa. Yeah. They're really big. Are they bigger the than a lowland cow? <laughs> <laughs> They're bigger than a midland cow. <laughs> oh my god. god. Holy shit. Um, yeah, so hop aboard. Thank you. What is your name? My name is Clarence. <laughs> it's nice to meet you, Clarence. It is nice to meet you. I thought you'd be a little nicer, but I guess I get why you're mad. I'm not. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I'm just really scared right now. Why? Because <laughs> you guys climbed up in my tree and started asking me all these questions. <laughs> and there's nobody else here. And uh, my mom and dad are out and they're hunting. And oh. I just... So you're I, just baby. Shit. That wasn't your real voice? Was that just a fake scary voice? I was trying to be scary. Oh, it was working. <laughs> this, this is a child that we're taking? I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a child. No, but I would, I'm this many. <laughs> <laughs> holds up his four-fingered uh -oh. little paw. Should we wait till your mom and dad get back? No, I can do. No, I can do this. Me, Clarence. <laughs> I'm definitely not grounded. <laughs> Hop, okay, let's get. Let's get on. Let's go before my mom and dad get back. They're gonna be so mad. You're gonna be a fucking warrior. You're gonna be celebrated as a freer of your people, Clarence. And then I'm gonna get to eat all the bats I want. <laughs> <laughs> Onward. <laughs> And uh, he starts like jumping from Ooh. trunk to trunk, and you really gotta fucking hold on to this thing. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, good that they have loose skin because you can just grab it like oh, a handful yeah. of their loose skin. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like a there's a tradition amongst like elven tree gliders where like you can wear the the harnesses and ride the saddles and stuff like that. But riding bareback, that's the way to really show your skill. Oh at yeah, tree gliding. Is Ving good at? this oh yeah he's good at riding all things bareback <laughs> i shouldn't have asked. What do you mean? <laughs> no, no i right. mean like he was like he's you right. know he was never he would never dream of wearing a condom <laughs> it doesn't feel natural <laughs> just not the same <laughs> what are you a sailor <laughs> yeah so i guess somebody's gonna you're gonna have to hold on okay hold on uh dis dexterity i guess or how are you do we all have to do it Bear yeah back. well we'll we'll start with uh Sorry. if you guys would let me finish my <laughs> sentences before you roll die that was an accident <laughs> okay uh, yeah i mean you did throw it at me so that makes sense it shouldn't be over here um yeah we'll start with ving's roll and then depending on how you do then you could potentially provide 
insight to the others. Okay. So what I'm going to do is this. Gets up there and like squishes in, folds it around his legs, gathers it in his <laughs> arms, like makes a saddle out of the back. Plus dexterity. I think plus your wisdom because you're using like your memory of Nine. how to do this. Nine. Can we aid? Oh, yeah. Depending on how you tell me you aid. Because you guys don't know how to do this. Maybe Billy's just helping push all the skin around. Stupid. Well, I was thinking like Ving is basically just putting himself into a papoose made out of this animal's skin. Uh-huh. So Billy knows how to get into a papoose. That's true. So he's helping Ving like position himself properly to like get super extra snug in the papoose. Yeah, yeah totally. All right, two d six plus bond. Ba- Billy's been worn as a baby many times. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. Yeah. Holy shit. Nice. Billy is well and truly papoosed and papoosing Ving into the skin. Leave enough skin for my arms. And you're you're all uh you're all wrapped up in there except for Tuck. Uh and Tuck like he just gets on the back. He's like, I'm pretty sure I know how to ride one of these things, guys. And he holds like loosely with one hand, yeah. like an absolute dipshit dad that's never ridden a Harley. And he's like, I'm pretty sure I could get on one of these things. <laughs> just, just before he sends it into an above ground pool. <laughs> just revs it and then it shoots out from between yeah. his legs. Alright. Uh, uh, my so, <laughs> so you're not holding on tightly, so it's not strength. No, it is it is strength. He Nah, you said loosely. Constitution, then. Constitution, I would accept. To to accept the absolute battering I'm going to get <laughs> as this thing jumps from tree to tree. All right. Like the extreme G-force that it creates. Yeah. I bet you won't last eight seconds. It's like it's like riding a mechanical bull. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. <clears throat> uh, so that's nine. Okay. So, I'd like to aid. Okay. Yeah. 2d6 plus bond. <laughs> Just like, wow, what a man. <laughs> what a man, what a man. I what got a snake eyes. Oh my God. <laughs> Plus my bond is three. You're too wedged in. Too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm using up too much skin. Oh yeah, you've got all the skin. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you're all skinned up. Ving and Billy are kind of safely enshrined mm-hmm. in Clarence's back skin. And Tuck gets on the back and is like, I've done this. I used to ride jet skis at Lake Tahoe. <laughs> And Cla- <laughs> that's the vibe. Yeah, and Clarence goes onward, and his powerful fucking tree glider legs like shoot off like a spring. And literally seconds after leaving this branch, Tuck catches a low hanging one right in the forehead. <laughs> Just wham! Uh, roll a d6. Five. Five damage as you're just concussed by this branch. But he's able to hang on, I guess. Oh, yeah. No, you're able to hang on for sure. Like, that is kind of the choice. You can let go if you don't want to take this damage. But oh, I'll take... I have three armor. That's like two damage. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. So you just take the branch full on in the skull. Yeah. The branch breaks. <laughs> yeah. Fall, tumbles to the ground. Yeah, but it breaks... Ow. It breaks in front of me in a way where my head keeps hitting it every time the thing jumps. <laughs> it's like the branches are wrapped up on your arm and the branch... The, the wood part of it just slaps you in the face it's like the opposite of a helmet is what it is <laughs> it's the cosmic antithesis of the concept of a helmet and yeah clarence is like leaping from branch to branch zipping through the trees he runs like trunk jump trunk jump leaps into the air extends his arms and his flaps go and he glides between a bunch of trees threading the needle top gun style so cool wow and he is really hauling ass. And then he turns back and goes, pretty cool, huh? <laughs> pretty sweet. Very, really pretty cool. Check this out. And he runs up the trunk of a tree <laughs> and then like leaps upside down. Whoa. Leaps off upside down. Whoa, goes, whoa, 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 whoa. And then flips over and goes, don't worry, I gotcha. <laughs> and uh, he's running for a good long while. Every time he does a wow. stunt, Tuck gets even more hurt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like hitting his face on the trunks of trees. He's getting bark in his mouth. He does a loop-de-loop and somehow punches himself in the face. (laughs) (laughs) And then you realize that Clarence has no idea where he's going, and he's just doing stunts. Oh, shit. Um, (laughs) Clarence, we need to get to the compound. Where is that? Uh, I've uh, never left that cops before yeah. oh, oh god this gets oh, so uh, much uh, worse um okay you i just would like stole to stole a baby <laughs> um okay so yeah ving rolls over and pulls back the flap of skin above his head like a moonroof and he's like left right left just tugging on him pointing him yeah and about 45 minutes later 
because he is hauling absolute ass, you reach like a spot in the trees where you start seeing the lights of Vigil and you hear voices as the activity in the city has kind of kept up now that three fugitives have escaped into the forest. But uh, Clarence stops quite a distance from the city itself. Is this, is this the place? This is it. Okay, then it's time to free my kin. Can I um, use my binoculars to find the like, I guess it would be like a stable that they keep them in? Yeah, totally. Up in the trees, I'd imagine, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, discern realities. Okay. Seven. Okay, so you get one question. One question. I guess what here is useful or valuable to me. Yep. So using your binoculars, you peek forward through the canopy. Clarence walks you a little bit closer Mm -hmm. because like the branches were obscuring a lot of what you could see. And making little sounds as if I'm zooming in. (laughs) Deep. 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 I can't even make sounds. Click, click, click. And Billy's he, making all these sounds. Yeah, totally. <laughs> doop, doop, doop. And if you two could see through Billy's perspective, you would realize that as he's making these noises and moving his hands, he's seeing things at angles that should be impossible. Oh. Like he's seeing like around trunks and shit and zooming in. In full 3D. Yeah. He's like separated his perception from his body. Keep zooming in on different like pies on windowsills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a there's an elf sitting there eating like a bowl of stew. I linger on that. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Raking across the top of the trees and then seeing steam and then following yeah. the steam all the way down to something. To a pie. Yeah. <laughs> Cooling on a windowsill as a man in the top hat with the top punched out creeps up to the windowsill. <laughs> no. no. Uh, Is that, um, oh God, what's his name? Illurio. Yeah, that's Illurio. <laughs> yes. You yes. see Illurio tiptoeing up to a windowsill with a pie on it. And he looks into the camera that is Billy's vision <laughs> puts his finger to his mouth puts a piece of pie back into the pie yeah. <laughs> oh my god I do like that he all Billy also like just stared at Finn for like yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Ugh, stupid little idiot with his bowl cut I also like sitting on the toilet yes. <laughs> and then he's like the side of his head and then yeah. he's just like Oh, he's looking around? Yeah, Finn, <laughs> Finn like, can feel, the- like, the heat of Billy's stare, and he's like, someone, I feel like I'm being watched right now. Uh-huh. I'm like, of course you are, you little turdlet. <laughs> and then you hear Finn go, Mommy, I think a fairy is watching me in the bathroom. Can you come in here and read to me? <laughs> Wipe my bottom, Mommy. <laughs> right away, Finn <laughs> <laughs> But you do find, high up in the canopy, like where the branches start weaving together, you see what looks like a bunch of hammocks made out of branches grouped together, but spreading out over quite a distance. And in some of those hammocks are sleeping large tree gliders. <gasps> that way. Good job, Billy. What? Thanks. Nice. So what? How, but how do we get through unseen? Just, uh, oh, can you travel on top of the canopy of the trees? Oh, yeah. No, that, yeah, that, that makes way more sense. Do these things have any kind of camouflage or anything? I mean, like in the way that squirrels and sugar gliders do, like their their patterns. Oh yeah. Well, make... I also bet that their tummies are like black. The night sky. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm, cool. Yeah, that oh. is cool. Maybe because we said that the stars are out. Do they have little like like dots? White dots. Yeah. That would oh, be cute. that's pretty cute. That's yeah. very cute. That's and then adorable. What's the top part like? Like, oh, would it just look like the canopy? Oh yeah. In case oh, they got so hunted like, from above, it's uh-huh. kind of like styrated, like. Like calico-ish? Yeah, yeah, sort of. There's like l- crisscrossing lines on their back, creating like little mm. like patches, dots and patterns. Yeah. Like yeah. a canopy brindle. Yeah, yeah, totally. But yeah, w- now that we know, so they've got black stomachs with like star-like dots on them, and then they're sort of like green and brown and black on the top. Yeah. So I'd like to cool. go up pretty high into the yeah. sky yeah. and then come down. I just wanted that moment of a flying squirrel oh, yeah. sugar thing in front of the moon, like the Batman, but it's a flying squirrel. He makes a big leap up above the, the trees. Oh, yeah. And it like it does like the pause at the arc of his jump as he spreads out mm-hmm. the moon and stars shining down on his majestic form. And then he dives back into the canopy. <gasps> that was so cool. <laughs> that was so scary. I thought I was going to fall for sure. 
That was sick, Clarence. I knew you could do it. You've got the heart of a warrior. And the freedom of a wild one. Thank you. I'm so excited right now. (laughs) (laughs) And he starts like crawling through the branches. It gets a lot tighter up here, so you kind of have to duck close to his body. And he pauses in the canopy above, maybe like 20, 30 feet above where the hammocks are. And you see a handful of snoozing tree gliders. And he goes, okay, I can't get any closer or they'll see me. That's okay. We could go down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell me the names of your friends down there. These ones? I don't know. They've been in servitude too long. What do you call those in servitude? Uh, the carrier elf, elf, bear, elf bears. The nameless one. The nameless. Oh, they remove their names. Lost yes. boys. The lost, the lost boys. boys. <laughs> the lost. Yes. Boys. <laughs> the lost boys. They have no names. They only know servitude. Oh, no. So sad. What drives them to servitude? They are raised in captivity oh. by the elves. But can we spell lore yes. about the sugar? Yeah, 2d6 plus intelligence. I got an eight. Eight. Ooh. So interesting, but not useful. So what, are you, what do you want to know? Just like something so that we could help with the uprising. You know what I mean? Like give us a little context of how the elves keep them there, why they're there. Oh, I see what you mean. You would guess that it's like any animal in captivity. They're raised from birth to be like work animals, basically. It's like, it's not a, I wish I was free. It's like, this is my master. I Mm -hmm. love this guy. Yeah. And I'll go out with him and we'll go track down (laughs) fugitives whenever he wants. Oh, so we might have to like raise a frenzy within them, like a a want to be free. Mm -hmm. Hey, Clarence. Yes. Can you use your scary voice to like talk to them? Oh, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And tempt them to come back to the wild. Yeah. Tell them stories of freedom. Yeah. Tell them about all the bats you eat. But the, the one thing is I'm, I'm really scared of getting caught. So can you go down there and make sure there's nobody there that's going to see me? Done. Okay. I'm going to wait here. Okay, let's go. I have trap expert. Yes, you do. Uh, oh, yeah. Nice. I think that would, that would, okay, let's yeah. do that. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Ten. Hell yeah. Sweet. So, Sean, is there a trap here? And if so, what activates it? There is a trap here. In that on a nearby hammock, much smaller, and it looks like it was woven more recently, is an elf snoozing amongst the tree gliders. Okay, what what does the trap do when activated? (laughs) It wakes up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If, If this guy is woken up, he will shout for help, basically. Does he have a little horn? Uh, yeah, he's got a little horn <laughs> around his neck. It's laying on his chest because he's got his hands behind his head. His feet are kicked up and he's like, <laughs> okay, what else is hidden here? Um, what else is hidden here is on a nearby branch is like a bunch of hooks and straps that are holding like harnesses and saddles, Ooh. different gear for tree gliding. Okay. All right, I got this, guys. And Tuck jumps. Okay, where is Tuck aiming when he jumps? For the guy. Oh For the guy? God. Okay. He's going to try and just like one punch him. Okay. Uh, just keep like him a, asleep? I was going to use like a cool sneaky move. <laughs> yeah, that's did. better. He just jumped. Uh, There's only one of them. This yeah. still work. Defy danger dexterity? This I poor guess? stable boy. Oh, no. <laughs> I love it. Wait, oh my god, he's probably words? like a team. Yeah. He's just a guy. He's just fucking chilling. Uh, Man, I, he's dreaming about like how much he loves the sugar gliders. <laughs> yeah, he's just having a memory of like he's having a dream of him like just riding a sugar glider. He's shirtless. His hair is flowing, and he's just under the bright day sun. His hands are raking into the canopy. Yeah. <laughs> Through the uh, gang, like little fistfuls of cloud. Yeah, yeah. full slow mo. <laughs> and in Tuck's head, he's like, "This guy's probably a total piece of shit to these sugar gliders." <laughs> oh, kill this guy. <laughs> and then the guy's dream changes to like a um, a memory he has of when he was like doing charity for the town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like working in the soup kitchen, ladling out food for yeah. disadvantaged. And then elves. when he got off his volunteer shift. Uh, he came across a little homeless boy who had a little leg injury and he's like, don't worry, I'll bandage it up for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He took him in, 
help them out help yeah. them find there's a, a home he has his dream shifts to another memory of him in the stables with like a pregnant tree glider he's like ooh, and he's helping her give birth and this guy's it, probably such a piece of shit and he holds the cub and he's he's bonding with it they're they're imprinting on each other and then we see dreams of him uh like raising this tree glider to be a noble it shows him with the tree mom years later and she's like really old and like scared and Mm -hmm. passing away and then he's whispering something in her ear and then she like calms goes peacefully smiles Mm -hmm. yeah he probably contributes to like right wing (laughs) charities or something (laughs) probably told piece of shit all right 2d6 plus dexterity (laughs) duck can feel the world like (laughs) metaphysically yelling at him this is an okay (laughs) cut oh god i can't wait to punch this piece of shit uh so yeah nine okay Um, um, I almost don't want to help. I was gonna but. say Ving aids, but I don't want to aid. <laughs> no, you know I just don't have to. This is Tuck being kind of an asshole, so uh-huh. whatever bad thing happens to him, he deserves it. I think the seven to nine is that you land on this guy's like tree hammock, and you send a shock wave through the branches around you, and the tree gliders uh, they start to stir awake. Oh, but you've got this guy right in front of you, ready to accept a punch. I pu- I punch him. Hack and slash. No, wait, just deal your damage. He's asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and remember, you never have to kill anybody you don't want to kill. I don't want to kill this guy. Yeah. Dude. It's enough for a sleeping stable boy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I get down there and I go to punch him and I see like this look, this look of like benevolence. Yeah, he's got a Pedro Pascal face. Like he just never done anyone oh, harm. I'm not as horny as, for Pedro Pascal as the rest <laughs> of you guys I are. I feel like he has a bit of a punch. I like face. him fine. Yeah, but, so disagree right now. <laughs> that is allowed. I get down there. Every normal reaction. <laughs> this is gonna be the thing that did, like is tears the, the podcast yeah. apart. Three uh, years, we're fighting on a mountain. I fucking quit. <laughs> I fucking quit. That's it. <laughs> Abdul, I expect you to want to fuck Pedro Pascal <laughs> as much or more oh. than I do. <laughs> There's no way it's more. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he gets down there and he goes to punch him and he like lifts his face into the moonlight and he sees, uh, yeah, a look of absolute like benevolence and yeah. munificence Aww. and he's just like... God, I want to hate you so bad. <laughs> I wish you were a piece of shit. And his, his eyes open. He goes, <sighs> and he sees you and he looks around. He takes in the situation and sees the violence in your face and goes, it's okay. Wow. Tuck's heart breaks. <laughs> he takes D10 emotional damage. <laughs> You're actually rolling damage. Seven. Whoa. Oh you, just, you gave yourself seven damage for no reason. And I don't take armor. No, of this. course you don't, because <laughs> this is emotional. I don't know why you're doing this. Because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll be hilarious in two episodes when Tuck dies yeah. because yeah. of the seven damage that he took. Oh my god! Can't die without a burning tree around. Yeah. That's what you think. We're and, oh <laughs> shit. There are two deaths that happen in a man's life. Mm-hmm. Once when he breathes his last breath. And twice when his name is spoken for the last time. <gasps> oh my, that's making me sad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm trying to set the stakes. I've I never w- heard it. <laughs> There's a third death when his dick gets chopped off. <laughs> the, the last person who ever remembers the taste of his cum passes away. <laughs> And the secret fourth death when he trips and falls in a septic tank. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Tuck, he leans in real close to this guy and he's like, do you love these tree gliders? Yes. Do you want them to be free? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tuck leans in and he's like, then help us. And he kisses <laughs> Join us, wild one. And be, be, be a wild one. And because of the attack you already performed on him, the fervor with which you kiss him slams his head back into the hammock and he goes, ow! <laughs> Sorry. Just promise me this. What? Let them live a good life. Do you want to be free? I can't. Someone like me? No. I have too many responsibilities here. You have to... You have but one responsibility. 
Ving has seen the commotion die down to a Larangar Vingar. I. It is I. And he looks, he, he reaches up to the horn, but he doesn't blow it, but he reaches up and he grips the horn. Blow it if you must. Do your part. But I know deep down in your heart that this part of your heart includes setting us free. Let us be. Why? <laughs> Why did he rhyme? He's never <laughs> there was so much rhyming. <laughs> you, you must understand. Mm-hmm. I have to blow this horn. But I don't have to blow it right now. <gasps> we understand. But I can't let them think that you just took these from me. No. One of you has... Boom! Bing <laughs> <laughs> pops him in the eye. <laughs> he just tumbles back into the hammock and he is knocked out. Scared That's, I, I prayed that one yeah. of you was going to do that. Pop. <laughs> Uh, and he just, yeah, lands back in the hammock, knocked out, and his tongue lolls out, and he goes, eh. <laughs> All right, sick. Uh, Billy's Good. been hanging over one of the hammocks of the little tree gliders, uh-huh. and he's trying to do what Ving does, where he, like, talks the wood. He's like, La ronga ethereal, blah, blah, blah. For context, this is the same as a Canadian person just doing, like, a Chinese thing. Like, but towards elves. If elves were real, we would be in so much trouble. We would be canceled right now. Oh my god, Billy just (laughs) a tree. Yeah, I actively did not say (laughs) so we could leave it in the podcast. Yeah, Yeah. so we can cut that part. I'll bleep it out. Am I I not allowed to do this? No, No, of course they're not real, and they're basically Nazis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Billy's being a fucking idiot doing that. Totally. And uh, the 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 tree glider that you're on top of. Part. I mean, you're pretty small, so (laughs) everything seems big to you. But you're like, I think this one's bigger than Clarence, and it's because these ones are war gliders. Oh. And it wakes up. Hi. Identify yourself. Is me, Hmm. Billy. Uh, the of the uh, a bit affair. What am I? Uh, a friend of tree gliders and. Fairy of the and en- of the of the endless boughs. You are not my rider. Step back. Step back, please. I want. I want to. Sir, step back. I want to be his friend. <laughs> He's a cop. <laughs> I want to be his friend. Okay. What are you? Tra- how are you trying to be his friend? <laughs> I mean, do you have golden root? You have a. I you, do have golden root. You have goo that makes people your friend. Yeah, I am gonna use golden root actually. Okay, and you're just gonna goop it on his paw. Yeah. I'm just going to drip it into his mouth as he's talking. <laughs> okay. In that respect, in that regard, uh, 2d6 plus dexterity. I got eight. Okay, eight. Perfect. So you goop it into his mouth while he's telling you to back up. So the, the poison is going to take effect. But maybe it's because, I mean, the poison, golden root usually works on like humanoids. Right. Yeah. So I think you're, you're buying yourself some time. And he's not going to like, you know, sound the alarm, but he's like, who are you? State your business. My business is to free you so that you can uh, glide amongst the trees with your friends and your kinfolk. Hmm. Sounds suspect. It sounds suspect, but it's not. Uh, It's a pretty good time. (laughs) (laughs) Tuck and Ving, you look over and Billy is talking to an enormous tree glider saying it's a pretty good time. And from our perspective, we see the massive like talons and like their sharp teeth and we're like... Okay. Uh, <laughs> and we like, do we have to give him his space? Yeah. He does seem to be getting closer. To, oh, he just reached out for his mouth. <laughs> uh, according to tree glider regulations, I am unable to leave the premises without the accompaniment of a superior officer. Okay, but like, think about it. Deep down in your heart, you're the superior officer. Negatory. Yes, you don't belong carrying like all these uh, warriors and stuff like that. I am a trained, honed nah. war machine. No, you know underneath all of that armor that you're just a little fuzzy wuzzy guy and you want to go fly around in the trees and go hunt bugs and bats and eat big berries off the bushes. And I start like, yeah, use my little billow the wisp to basically paint a picture of what Clarence looked like (laughs) and like the night sky. Does he show him of Clarence in front of the moon, which we all thought looked really cool? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I definitely linger on that and I put like little details. In your illusion, you hear the How to Train Your Dragon music? Yeah. Uh, Okay, 2d6 plus charisma. 
six. Oh, eight. eight. Okay. How are you aiding? Maybe you had some wind in there. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, Ving brings up wind under him to feel the wind without a rider on. Feel mm-hmm. the wind oh, underneath your wings. To ripple his flaps yes. yeah. so he can think about Do you remember flying? what the air felt like without an elf upon your back? Okay, 2d6 plus bond. Eight. Oh, okay. So seven to nine. Yeah. There's <laughs> just like... <laughs> as all its flaps are moving sir don't you wish to be free of of the shackles of your of your whatever it's called i just point oh the sir. saddle i i have sometimes maybe he strokes the saddle scars on his mm-hmm. underarm <gasps> yeah he's got like tight little Aww. yeah little worn away patches on his fur from where the saddle sat for who knows how long i have often thought in my bunk after lights out what it would be like to be amongst the trees with my brothers and sisters eating bats. That's where you're meant to be. That's where you're all meant to be. But what is the role of a soldier if there is no war? If a sword is hung on the wall, is it still a sword or is it merely decoration in the lives of other people? It's always a sword. In fact, swords on the wall are even cooler than swords in the hand. A sword in the hand is worth two in the bush. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And Clarence climbs down. And he's like, brother, there is a darkness in the forest, a corruption at the heart of the wood. Our people are in danger. We seek to cure that corruption. We need soldiers like you to fight the wars that our people are unable to. But we do not fight on behalf of the elves. Fight on behalf of your kin. Fight on behalf of me and the future. Damn. I am just a baby. <laughs> okay, and then Duck and Bear oh, no. are just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he's oh, a very shit. self-aware baby. And one day, when I'm a big boy, I hope... <laughs> That I might serve our people as you have served these who do not appreciate you. Flash forward, this is the king of all yeah. sugar bladders. This, he is Billy's got potent. big tears in his eyes. He's- yeah. Slow oh clap. God. As yeah. we're trying to stay stealthy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, the war glider turns around and looks at the others as they snooze. They're still asleep through all this. Yeah, they they had a they had a big day. (laughs) Well, they give them they give them like their feed knocks them out too. There's some sort of like it is actually it's because like it is night and these ones are asleep, which is unnatural for a tree. Yeah, they have to over give them over like sugary stuff. They like yeah, sap and sap and honeys and syrups and everything. Oats so unnatural for them. And uh, it turns to the other sleeping ones and goes turn hut. And they all like rise to their feet and they salute. (laughs) They don't salute, but they do the tree glider equivalent of a salute. All they flap their little. They flap their things things. and their tails go straight up in the air. And he goes, We are mutinying. And they all nod. They go, Yes, sir. (laughs) Mutiny, sir. And uh, And one guy in the back is like, Fuck yeah! (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Rebellion! He's got a little mohawk. <laughs> anarchy! Fucking yeah. anarchy! Bruce, you were right. <laughs> yeah, there, a cry goes up amongst the tree gliders. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and that is, they are actually making a lot of noise. Oh, shit. And to uh, anyone that doesn't have connection to the spiritual tongues of nature, uh, it sounds like. There's lights just starting to turn on in the barracks <gasps> yeah. nearby. I want to use elemental mastery to take their old saddles and the things that they were uh, keeping them in servitude mm-hmm. and use those in with the bark and pieces of the wood to make them armor made from the woods so that they can maintain their soldier identity but now be free wild ones of the woods. Hell yeah. I got seven. Okay. As you extend your hand, your influence into the trees, lights do come on around. Like you start hearing voices, elfin voices in the woods and uh, the branches that surround you move and flow up the war gliders. Armor runs down their backs, mm-hmm. goes up over their heads, like creates little protection for their paws and their, and their mm-hmm. arms. Yeah, the saddle that was on their back goes under their belly to protect their oh, soft yeah. spot. Yeah. All in a way that like weaves together so as to not obscure or mess with their, uh, their flight membranes. And you hear the one in the front go, Soldiers we were, and soldiers we will remain, and we will wage war against the enemy and our oppressors. For now, we take to the trees, but we will come back and we will get our revenge. And they all go, oh, oh. 
and they start climbing up the trees, exploding in different directions. Whoa. And you hear a bunch of elves go, what the fuck? <laughs> As these- My word. <laughs> no. Daddy. Chauncey, my favorite tree glider. And then you hear the one with the mohawk go, fuck you, Finn. <laughs> my name's Hank. My name's not fucking Chauncey, bro. <laughs> and uh, there's pandemonium. I jump on one at the back of one of them. Mm-hmm. On the big boy. Yeah, and oh, the yeah. guy that you were talking to <laughs> to get carried to safety. Yeah. I put my hand out for a tree glider to take. Yeah, and it is, you are whoop, swept up. Oh, oh wait. we forgot Billy again. It's okay, I jump on Clarence. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, Clarence is like, let's go. <laughs> and you all astride your tree gliders, take off into the canopy, exploding up into the night sky. Branches, pieces flying, they broke mm-hmm. through the canopy. Yes. <sighs> Slow wreathing this mighty scurry you and your mounts are framed by the bright light of the moon and in the distance the saddle boy sounds his horn all right and that's where we're gonna end it for this week i'm your game master sean o'hara joining me as always playing tacoma dome the barbarian abdul aziz so long playing ving the half-elf druid paul oppers take care playing fat billy the halfling thief jessica ty bye everyone Thank you to Aaron Reed for our intro and outro music. You can find all of Aaron's original music at aaronreed.bandcamp.com and all of the music that he's produced for the show at soundcloud.com. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters around the world. If you want to support the show and get access to bonus content like a whole Blades in the Dark slash World of Blades campaign set in the High Spear Mall, check us out at patreon.com slash speltlore or speltlore.com slash money, please. And finally, thank you most of all to you for listening. See you next time. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be like a conclusion We will not leave you And for you, I'd gladly 